everyone, I'm Archie, I'm a queer, non-binary, French person. Sometimes I say I'm a French, queer person instead. Uh, depends how I wake up in the morning, what I feel is more important to me that day. Um, and really, that one thing already is why I created this podcast. So, <laughs> I created a new podcast called Gender, where I want to discuss with loads of other foreign queer people from any country in the world and from any letter of the queer community to know whether they feel more foreign or more queer in this country because we're all part of some communities that can be foreign communities, the queer community and also loads of other things in our life obviously. But in this country the queer community and the way British people can react let's say to foreign people uh, can be very specific and very different from the country we come from and from our own history and how we grew up. And sometimes it can clash and sometimes it can also feel like this is our only home and everything works when you're here and we've left our country for a reason. So everything started with a little situation I was thinking of, which is if you had to meet a group of people and everyone shares the same interests as you, the same hobbies, or maybe the same job, so you know you're going to have something interesting to talk about with them and you're meeting in like a chill, like coffee shop, everything is just a nice moment for you. <laughs> Would you feel more comfortable if all of those people were foreign people from loads of different countries, but they know what it's like to come to the UK and live here as a foreign person? So they can be white, they can be black, they can be literally any country in the world, they just have to not be born here. But they are all cis and straight, so none of them are queer people, they don't know what it's like to be a queer person. Or would you rather meet with loads of queer people from loads of different identities? Uh, they can be a cis white gay man and also a trans black woman. Everyone is queer in very different ways, uh, but they all have to be British. All of them have been living in this country for generations and generations. They've never really been outside because, you know, everything is available here, so why would they go to another country? And they don't know what it's like to have another culture that isn't British culture, basically. So in which situation would you feel more comfortable? Now, I know that's quite a complicated situation to think about. And I think it's great. I'm not expecting a yes or no answer to that. Uh, obviously, intersectionality is very complicated. And as I said, you can feel, if you're part of the queer community, you can feel closer to a black person who's straight rather than a white person who's queer as well. Also, if you are black from another country, you can feel closer to the black British community rather than white people coming from other countries as well. So everything's really... Everything really plays differently on loads of different levels, uh, the way people see you in the street and how easy it is to find a community where you live. Um, it can also be different living in London, like I do, so the queer community is quite big here. But if you live in the countryside, it's obviously much more difficult. And London is also a very diverse city, so you can find loads of foreign communities in every neighborhood, basically. So you will find your tribe <laughs> in any way. But everyone's life is very different, and everyone has loads of different opinions, and so do I. So that's why I wanted to talk with loads of different people from foreign countries, because let's be honest, I haven't been outside for a year, and I just need to talk to people as well, so <laughs> I'm not really interested in talking to British people at the moment, and I just want to know, you know, being knowledgeable about loads of other cultures is always positive, so 
I really want to know how the queer community is, where those people come from, if they were queer before they came here. I mean, you know, we're all queer. We just didn't know. But we were queer from the beginning. <laughs> but I want to know if they explored that community only in this country or if they did then in, in their home country. I want to know as well the relationship they have with the UK from, let's say, a political point of view, because as we all know, they colonized half of the world. And the UK is also known for, right now, mostly the transphobia. Um, and it's a really serious issue and it's getting bigger and bigger. But at the same time, the UK is actually really progressive on a lot of things, including non-binary issues. And we all know the UK is extremely racist as well. But at the same time, for example, in London, the black community is really strong. So I'm pretty sure everyone has a really complicated relationship with this country. <laughs> um, I want to also talk to foreign people about their relationship with British culture. And that includes pop music, films, TV shows, and whether they were listening to British music when they grew up, watching British TV shows when they grew up, or if in their own country their own culture is quite big, or if they mainly have American culture as well. But basically, before they came to this country, did they already know what British culture was, in a sense? I also want to talk about British food, because we just have to. Especially as a French people, I have to mention food. <laughs> because food in this country is such a mystery. There are no rules, everyone can do what they want, and sometimes it's great, and sometimes it's just a lot to take in as a French person. But I'm not judging... Well, maybe I am a bit, but, you know, the French people are just extremely pretentious and annoying about food, so... In here, they just don't care, which is the complete opposite, but I guess it works as well. Um, I want to talk about the language and the queer language, because obviously, coming to this country, we've had to learn English, and everyone is at least bilingual. And on top of that, we have to learn a very specific way of talking about our own identity, the issues of our own community... And, for example, as a French person, the French language is very different from the English language when it comes to gender-neutral terms, or the way we use the word queer. And just generally, foreign people tend to express themselves differently when they speak in English. So I want to know more about that, and also I want to know how they feel when British people notice their accent, and has it been a source of discrimination, but also are they proud of their accent and... I don't really want those conversations to be only about the negative and the discrimination side of it. I want it to be also very positive about in what way do they feel like the place they live in the UK feels like home and why did they come here? Because we came here for different reasons, for a job or to pursue our dreams or maybe it was because of a romanticized idea we had of the UK and we just wanted to be surrounded by by this and just generally the culture we don't really know what we're doing in this country but we just like to live here because of the general atmosphere and how the people are and maybe also how the streets are and how the weather is no not weather actually um we're going to talk about the weather actually because i think the weather is a big part of british culture just the queen is very important to british people but the weather to me, is more important in my day-to-day -day life. <laughs> and yes, we are going to mention the Queen, we are going to mention the monarchy, we are going to mention just generally the British Empire and how 
every single British person, whether they want it or not, feels like they are the center of the world and it's not their fault. It's the way they were brought up. It's the way the world is. But still, I really want to discuss that. I don't want to discuss it with British people and I'm so very sorry. I'm so glad British people decide to listen to this podcast, but it's not really made for you and that's okay. I think it's mainly made for foreign queer people to know that we are not alone, you know, all that empowering stuff, which I'm really here for. I guess it is kind of made for British people if they want to listen to different stories, but just know that we might say some things that you do not like, <laughs> and I will not listen to any criticism from your part. I am, however, very open to criticism from foreign people. Um, obviously, the questions I'm going to ask everyone are going to change episode after episode, uh, because I'm going to get slowly better at it, at it. And I completely accept feedback. Please let me know if you thought some parts were a bit boring or if you already knew what we were going to talk about. And let me know if some specific questions were exactly what you wanted to hear and if some answers were really interesting and you learned a lot. And yeah, that will help me, you know, build the next episode and the next episode and obviously I'm also going to learn a lot from my guests and I am a foreign person in this country but I'm a French person so I do know what my position is <laughs> regarding obviously my whiteness and how I love and hate the UK and how I'm also European and you know Brexit all of this <laughs> so I really want to talk about that with people from different continents and uh, people of color and also in the queer community, people who are cis, people who are trans, people whose stories are right at the intersection of all of their queerness and them being foreign. And also maybe people who don't really care, people who have never really felt foreign, people who love to embrace British culture, people who don't really need to say that they're queer, but they're really, really, really vocal about being foreign. You know, everyone just has a different things to say and I want to hear them all. So that's why I'm doing a podcast. Now, if you listen and you know some queer foreign people that you think would be extremely interesting, funny, smart, and just great to interview, uh, please let me know. I have an Instagram page for the podcast at Gender Podcast. And if you want to DM me there, or well, DM the podcast, but really you're DMing me. I don't really have a production crew with me. I have me, a microphone, and audacity. <laughs> so if you want to DM um, the Instagram account with some names and some people, I'm interested in obviously people, people from different ages, because let's be honest, everyone I know is around the age of 25, and they all work in theatre or the service industry, and at some point, everyone's going to have the same things to say. So <laughs> if you know anyone who's been here for many, many years, or just older people who have moved here a few years ago, but they've had a whole life before in their home country, I would love to listen to those stories because I think they're very different, very interesting. And oh my God, we need more queer elders. And by elder, I don't mean someone who's 30 year old. I mean an elder. So I would be really interested in that, also really interested in hearing from more black people, because as I said, there's a really big black British community here, but I'm not interested in talking to British people. And it's actually really hard to find black people who are first generation immigrants. Usually, at least their parents came to this country and they were born here. 
So if you know anyone like that, please, please let me know. Um, the one condition to being on Gender, the podcast, is that I have very strong opinions about the monarchy and lots of other things in this country. I am an abolitionist and I don't hide it anywhere. I'm shouting it whenever I can. <laughs> so obviously I'm against Tories, which is the baseline. But I'm also against the police and prisons and, yes, the monarchy. And, you know, if you want to go there, I also want to abolish gender and money and work, the idea of work. But, you know, <laughs> we don't have to go into that at all. But just know that I will say some things about the monarchy that might be a bit, let's say, extreme. I don't think they're really extreme. Um, but, for example, you know what French people did with their kings? Well, yes. I'm a French person, so I have that opinion, maybe. And I don't want anyone coming on this podcast and having to leave mid-episode because I said something so horrible they can't even hear it. So just be aware of my very, very left-wing ideas, and I would love to have a conversation with you about that. I would do not want to discuss anything like maybe the Tories are right, or maybe there are some positives to Brexit, Maybe Palestine is also to blame on some of the issues. No, 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 no. No, no, we can disagree on some things, but other things, um, if you say that on the podcast, I'm so sorry to say I will kick you out of my house. But anyway, episodes will come out every other Monday, hopefully. The first one will come out next Monday, which is Monday the 24th of May. And I've also set up a coffee account, so if you'd like to buy me a coffee to support me Financially, this is mostly for British people. Reparations in the form of money is really important. Thank you. But no pressure because I'm not doing this for the money. I'm doing this. I will say I'm doing this for myself mainly because I want to know more about other cultures. <laughs> But if people want to come along for the ride and listen to all the episodes, that's amazing. Let's do that together. I also take questions. If you have any questions for me, obviously, Um, please do follow Gender Podcast on Instagram. That's where all the information will be. And I hope you like the first episode and the next and the next. And they're slowly gonna get better, trust me. So you want to keep listening. Okay, bye-bye.